0: Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning into our Stocks to Watch series, your trusted source for investment information. I'm Ashley Berry, and we're here to discuss personal home care and support services. Chris Dobbin, president and CEO of Nova Leap Health Corp, is joining us. Listed on the TSXV as NLH, Nova Leap Health performs a vital role within the continuum of care with an individual and family-centered focus, particularly those requiring dementia care. Chris, welcome to the show
1: thanks ashley i appreciate having me on
0: it's always a pleasure you know i'll start off with some pretty impressive rankings here nova leap achieved the number two ranking on the 2020 report on business of canada's top growing companies and the number 10 ranking in the 2019 tsx venture 50 in the clean technology and life sciences sector congratulations to that
1: Thanks very much. I mean, it's really a credit to the team that we have. We've been growing uh, you know, quite substantially over the years since our inception, and and I think the rankings reflect that.
0: Great. Well, you know, Canada is experiencing a notable increase in its aging population. The senior population is projected to rise to 24 percent by the end of the 2030s, up from 18 percent in 2020. So a similar trend also here in the U.S. Tell us about NovaLeap Health and the services it offers to the elderly and why those trends are important for your company. Yeah, no, I,
1: I think in order to understand our company, it, it's I think most people understand the demographics that we face. I mean, we we have an aging population, and again, that's 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 easy for everybody to understand. And so, you know, we we basically go into a a senior's home and and we help we help provide activities to daily living, really with a focus on dementia. So about seventy five percent of our clients would you know they live with some form of dementia, and and that's really where our focus lies. And so. Um, you know, we deal with a lot of veterans, we deal with, uh, you know, uh, former business owners, executives, um, just family members and anyone that really needs help within the home, whether it's security, safety, um, you know, getting around meal prep, so on, you know, lots of stuff that we do, but ultimately, uh, we're providing care within someone's home and, and, um, and, you know, it's a, it's a pretty rewarding experience for us.
0: And I think everyone can truly relate to this. We all have somebody in our lives. Uh, that that may need this care, or at least that is aging, of course, we're all aging. Um, According to some estimates, the demand for home care is expected to increase to about 1.8 million patients. That's up from nearly 1.2 million in Canada. Those are big numbers. A similar preference uh, seems to be present in the U.S., uh, credited by the pandemic. So why is it better for seniors and their family members to receive this type of care at home rather than stay in nursing homes? And why do you think Choose your care services over others.
1: Well, I, I think home care is so attractive because, and, and the surveys would say this. I mean, most people want to stay within their home. I mean, uh, upwards of ninety-five percent of those surveyed would indicate that's the case. And you know, the question is why? In that, why is that? And I think it comes down to people's comfort with where they live and the memories they've created. You know, if you think about, you're in a home. And you're a senior you know your your family's grown up there so you have all those memories of growing a family you know you've hosted parties or graduations and you just it a lot of your life is centered around your home in some capacity and so it's really a comfort level and and that's why i think people want to remain where they've been most comfortable where they have all the, the great memories they can kind of reflect on and and i i just think that's why it's so attractive um, you know, in terms of why people would select one of our agencies where we operate, and, and again, we're in Nova Scotia, and we're across 10 states in the U.S., you know, it, it, it I think it comes down to our focus on dementia. I mean, we're really a, an organization that's centered around providing training to our caregivers around dementia, and uh, like I said, 75% of our clients live with some form of dementia, so, you know, that, that tends to be why, um, you know, the adult children tend to call us in for support, so... Uh, You know, I just think the training and the particular focus around dementia is why we've been attractive agencies for where where we operate.
0: And, you know, I I have to mention, and I like that you mentioned the caregivers because, you know, their role is so critical uh, in this space. Um, As for the demand for your services rise, are you likely to require a large trained labor force? And how do you ensure the availability of this much needed workforce, considering also the competition for talent?
1: Yeah, we are. I mean, I mean, our caregivers in in many respects, we actually treat them as our first set of clients. Right. Because they you know, they're so important to the delivery of of our care within the home. Um, And and there's really two things we focus on. You know, one is obviously recruitment. The second is retention. I mean, recruiting is an ongoing effort because we need good quality caregivers to provide the service. And then obviously to retain those great quality caregivers, you know, we need those in order to provide the service. So it's it sort of goes hand in hand and it's in this continual uh, focus. And, you know, how we make sure we get that right again is really providing training um, that, that usually they, they just haven't received in the past. You know, when I when I make the tours to our agencies and I talk directly with caregivers, you know, the the I would say the number one um, item that comes up is how thankful they are for the training they've received, because as as much as it's easy to understand the nature of the work we do, we do deal with complex situations with a home. Um, You know when people have dementia you know it's it's a it's a challenging environment and so when caregivers have been properly trained around that challenging environment and the things that they could expect to see within a home you know it goes an awful long way providing the right type of care
0: and we all know the role that caregivers play but you know if we can maybe break it down to the actual services that you provide are you able to just briefly describe that for our audience yeah sure I
1: mean it could it could be is anything from um You know, light housekeeping meal prep transportation errands you know personal grooming or bathing helping them with a shower oftentimes that um, individuals live with dementia you know they actually get up in the middle of the night it's like their their internal clock oftentimes gets reversed and so if they have a loved one that wants to sleep we can have a caregiver you know do overnight shifts as an example to help you know deal with the individual that maybe is getting up in the night so you know his or her spouse can can sleep so it's, it's really wide-ranging, but you, you, you start to think about safety and security. Um, you know, falls are a common issue, um, but it, it, it's a little you know, list of things on the non-medical side. And non-medical is primarily where we focus. We do have nurses on staff, and, and so there is some medical work we do, but activities of daily living and, and that personal care is really where we, we, we focus most of our energy.
0: Wonderful. What are you hearing from the patients and from patient families about the services that you provide?
1: You know, difficult situation for family members to be in. And really, I found a no belief on, on you know, having gone through a personal situation with my father-in-law who had dementia. And so, you know, it's important to me because we experienced, you know, this as a family and that's why, that's why we, you know, we know the impact that has on families. And so, you think about you know we we've often heard the sandwich generation where you have individuals that are looking after the kids and all, also having to look after their parents, and it you know it's 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 time consuming, it's difficult, it can be stressful, um, and so it's really I think families are just thankful that there's a, a service out there that that really helps them on, on with one aspect of, of the family dynamics and, and, um, and I, and I, and we're thankful to be part of that journey. So it, it, uh, it really goes hand in hand from that perspective.
0: Yeah, truly a novel mission. Thanks for, thanks for sharing your personal story with us, Chris. Um, Let's talk about the financials, the company, the revenue, where do you stand right now? Uh, so,
1: so if we're looking at a quarterly quarter over quarter basis, couple of quarters, we were up revenue last quarter, we were slightly down, um, you know, from a just the EBITDA perspective and the, and these fluctuations by the way, are just normal course. So if you think about the nature of the clients we serve and sort of the hours, they can be anywhere from say a four hour shift to 24 seven. And so if we have 24 seven client that leaves us or comes back, depending on the fluctuations there, that can have an impact on the hours and how we build. So we're not Medicare, Medicaid, we're a private pay space. Um, but there's sort of the natural fluctuations and and then from a, an adjusted EBITDA perspective, we put together back-to-back record quarters for us. So, you know, the pandemic was a challenging time for us, and we've come out of that um actually quite well with record results. And so we're on a, a good track record, um, you know, no debt to speak of. And um, so we're we're sort of back in growth mode as we enter into 2024.
0: Mm. Fantastic. And for those watching, for our audience, uh, what kind of forward guidance can you offer to, say, current and, and future investors and why now is the right time to invest in Nova Leap Health?
1: Yeah, look, I think now is a great time. And, and it goes back to history. You know, we're, we've been an acquisitive um, type of company, meaning we, we have tended in the past to acquire about one home care business every quarter. And we've done that up until the end of 2021. We put a pause on that during the pandemic. Because we have no debt and we're producing good, strong cash flow, we're in a position to go back um, and make and make acquisitions into 2024. So, if you believe that we, if investors believe we can do that, um, and they take a look at where we are right now and where we could be by the end of 2024, um, it becomes a simple math equation, which you know would certainly leads me to believe that we be, we could be, um, you, you know, much more highly valued by the end of 2024 versus where we are today.
0: Wonderful, you know. As I said earlier, this is a this is an issue. This is something that uh, everybody, I think, can relate to. Chris Dobbin, President and CEO of Novableep Health Corp. Thank you for your time for sharing your important story here on Global One Media's Stocks to Watch, and we look forward to sharing additional updates with our audience. Thanks again, Chris.
1: Thanks, Ashley. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>